0: Coming up, it's episode two of the Control-Alt-Deliver podcast, where we review the news, talk a little tech, and give you some websites insights. Stay tuned. Thanks for coming back for the second episode of Control-Alt-Deliver, the podcast. We had kind of a, a good week for uh, tech history this week. On July 12, 1960, we had the release of the Etch-A-Sketch, and now, of course, we have the iPad, and it's uh, just a big Etch-A-Sketch that we can charge a couple hundred dollars more for. On uh, July fourteenth of 1995, of course, the Windows 95 code went golden to the manufacturers, so that was just prior to its release. This week we had the fifth anniversary for Twitter. We had 10 million people signing up for Google Plus, so quite a bit there. And Spotify also launched in the United States this week. Netflix announced that their app was going to be available on the Nintendo 3DS. Yay! And they also announced that their prices were going to go up not so yay. Uh, Their prices went up from being essentially $10 a month to be able to have streaming and one DVD mailed to your house to $16 a month, a 60% increase that has not sat well with its subscribers. We'll be talking more about Netflix and the Roku box a little bit later in the show. Electronic Arts bought PopCap, the online game manufacturer, along with their subsidiaries that are going to focus in on uh, mobile platforms. And uh, whoops, there was a little slip out there of uh, Microsoft's preview of their social network called TulaLips, which of course is a Native American name, and that's probably a code name that's going to change when it reaches uh, final release. But is it going to be a competitor for Google Plus or Twitter, or is it going to be more of a competitor for Quora with questions and answers? We'll just have to wait and see. And finally, the news this week, we had The Atlantic Magazine publish their list of the top 19 worst companies for customer satisfaction, and there were a whole lot of tech companies in that list. You can check out my uh, post on Control-Alt-Deliver to find out more details on that, but Facebook was up there, and so was MySpace. And that wraps up our review for the Weekend Tech, and uh, we'll be back in just a minute with a little commentary on some of the stories we covered. We talked a little bit in the news review about Netflix uh, raising their prices, and for those of you that know me and read uh, some of my posts, you know that I am a certified cord cutter that a couple years ago we eliminated cable TV from our house. Just the expense was was way too much for what we felt we were getting. I've always been a proponent of the a la carte, the subscription method that cable companies should go to. There's just no reason for a family to be paying $150 a month in, in, in cable charges. And so you know that I, I went with the Roku box. And for those of you that aren't familiar with the Roku box, I thought I'd spend a little bit of time going over some of the advantages of the Roku box. I think one of the first advantages for me, of course, is the fact that you actually buy the box outright and it's yours to own. The, the whole concept of, of paying an additional fee for each box that I have from the cable company in my different rooms just never sat well with me, and so the Roku box is uh, anywhere from $79 up to $129, depending on the model that you buy. Now, uh, word on the street, and you'll see a post in uh, today's uh, Control-Alt-Deliver, is that the Roku 2 box is going to be coming out, which is uh, much smaller HDMI connections. It'll take an SD card, a lot of good advantages to that, so you might want to hold off for uh, maybe the rest of this week before you decide to go out and purchase it. But I wanted to go over some of the lineup uh, available on the Roku box for you to give you an idea of what it is that you would have access to. I think first and foremost, the uh, reason that we bought the Roku box was that uh, initially when we bought it two years ago, Netflix was uh, one of the only things that was really available for it. And that was that was what we wanted. We wanted to be able to have the streaming content onto our TV. The remote is a real simple uh, four-button remote that even my my youngest children, my, my four-year-old, my six-year-old, are able to navigate around easily. So uh, that was our impetus to buy the uh, Roku box was for Netflix. And the controversy that they're having right now with their price-changing Really isn't going to change that. We we obviously still want to have the streaming. We'd already cut down to the one DVD a month, and in the long run, when you're talking sixteen dollars a month instead of the uh, huge amount that you have on a cable bill, it's still a really reasonable option for you. But the Roku box has more than that for movies. It has Hulu Plus. It has Amazon. It has Flixster. There's one called Lost World, which is documentaries. There are three documentaries narrated by people like James Earl Jones that are free. If you want to have access to the 12 that are out there, it's $20. It's a one-time fee. There's Crackle. If you're into Japanese anime, there's Crunchyroll, which my uh, older daughters, uh, they're 12 and 16, really enjoy reading the anime, uh, graphic novels from the library, but uh, they also enjoy watching the uh, TV shows as well. Not having any big sports fanatics in my house, the sports aspect of it doesn't really enter into our deal, but I know that a lot of people, that is their main reason for hanging on to cable, but with Roku Box, you have access to uh, the NHL, you have UFC, you have the NBA, and then you have a whole wide variety of uh, Little League and uh, Cricket and Australian Football League, and access to a, a, lot, of, a lot of pretty interesting sports that you uh, might enjoy watching as well. A lot of times I like to just turn it on and uh, let it stream music for me, and it has uh, Pandora and Mog and Shoutcast and Last FM and a, a number of other music services as well that you can... Uh, set up your own accounts for, and just, just have it stream music in your home, which is always a great option while the while the kids are reading or something, to have a little background music going, or while I'm doing uh, doing work on uh, pulling up articles for my uh, website. When it comes to the kids, you know, they usually watch whatever we've set up for them on, uh, on the Netflix queue, but uh, there are other children's networks available like Amoeba and Kidlet, all the episodes of the original Speed Racer are available for them to uh, watch as well. Before I got married, I was uh, in my apartment and uh, wanting to have tech TV available on my uh, cable. And the only way that I could get tech TV was if I bought the business package for the uh, cable company that I was with and get a whole lot of extra channels that I had no real interest in at the time, and it was real frustrating to me that I had to uh, to upgrade to something that I didn't want just to have the one thing that I wanted. And so, uh, obviously, having tech channels is a big thing for me. And you've got CNET and Blueberry, uh, Revision 3, all of the uh, Leo Laporte stuff from the Twit Network. One that I really enjoy is the uh, Podcast Network that uh, for the independent podcaster to be able to uh, get their... Uh, things out there through the podcast network is is just awesome. For the IT people, there's the PodNuts network as well. For photographs and video, you've got access to uh, Flickr, Picasa, Facebook pictures, Vimeo for videos. You've got all kinds of ways to get your content available to you streaming through your TV. The new Roku box with uh, the SD card, I'm sure you're going to have access to being able to pull from there as well. You've got about two dozen international channels of TV that's available in other languages from around the world, which is which is always awesome to expose the kids to that. Uh, you got about a dozen spiritual and religious channels uh, that uh, broadcast church services and uh, inspirational um, programming. And the final aspect for the Roku is uh, is games. And right now they're they're a little limited because of the processing power of the box, but they have video poker and. Mahjong and a couple word games for kids, but with the uh, release of the Roku 2 uh, with uh, a little bit more processing power, one of the things that they promised us for later uh, on this summer is going to be Angry Birds, which is uh, the mainstay of the casual gaming platforms. So, you know, once they've brought Angry Birds to the Roku... Who knows what's next. With all that being said, uh, you just need to know that there are a lot of free channels available on the Roku. Some of the channels that I've mentioned are premium channels. Obviously, with Netflix, with Amazon, you have to have your accounts. Uh, Hulu Plus. For the most part, there are just a tremendous amount of resources that are available for free on the Roku. But even if you're adding in some of those premium services, you're still not going to get anywhere near what your cable bill. Is right now, so I highly recommend it. Check it out and let me know what you think. We're in the web. We're, We're in web. That. We're that. In web. That. We're, We're that. In that. web. That. We're that. In web. That. We're that. 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 web. This is the part of the show where I share websites with you that I found that I think are pretty valuable to us and I want to focus in this week on an ed tech website. It's actually not an ed tech website. It could be used by anybody for anything, but I found that there are great ed tech resources out there. It's called LiveBinders.com and in LiveBinders you're able to set up a binder with tabbed interface of references and websites and links for people to go to on any particular subject that you would like. It would be great in my classroom for sharing content for, you know, the Civil War, for World War Two for pretty much anything that we uh, study in fifth grade, I'll be able to set up a live binder for it so that the students would have access to the collected information all in one resource. And if you do a search on livebinders.com, for example, for Google Plus, you'll find that somebody has already done a binder of resources for Google Plus. If you do an tech research, um, you're going to find that there are 51 different live binders that people put together that have ed tech as a subject. I wanted to share one with you today by Audrey Lash. It's called her Leveled Library and Resources Live Binder. And if you get a chance, check it out. It takes reading books from early childhood on up and levels them and gives you great resources for clicking directly to authors' pages, all based within the level that you're looking at. It's a great resource for parents at home if you're looking to find reading materials for your students. It's obviously a great resource for teachers to be able to use as well. So check out Audrey's Live Binder. She's at at Audrey Lash on Twitter. Send her a note and let her know that you found her uh, Live Binder through my website and through my podcast, and I know that she would appreciate the fact that we're sharing it so check out livebinders.com Another quick resource that I wanted to share with you was DeliverIt which is DLBR.IT and DeliverIt will take your RSS feed from your blog and send it out to a number of different places to your uh, Twitter account, to your Facebook, to Tumblr Uh, it can pull from your RSS feed from your Google Plus account so it's just a great resource to be able to get a single click to get all of your information sent to the number of places that you have for all of your social networking. That's dlvr.it deliver it. Give it a try. Let me know what you think. And that wraps it up for episode two of Control-Alt-Deliver and it was recorded this week on the Samsung Go mic and a software program called Hindenburg. There will be a review of that on the website this week. As always, I look forward to your comments. Please leave comments on the website or contact me at Control-Alt-Deliver on Twitter or look me up on Google Plus as Jim Meeker. Thanks a lot.